0: Hi everybody, it is the 19th of September, 2022, Monday, and we're in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room, and we're going to talk about iOS and iOS 16 and and the things that are really cool about it, and maybe some things that people have been wondering, gee, should I or not? Tonight with us, we have Jeff Bishop and Michael Babcock, and you Fixtures, obviously, with, with ACB, they both do some great stuff. Michael and Jeff, very busy, and we're glad that they were able to come by tonight. They were uh, at an ACV event about a week ago and talked about a lot of the same stuff. Fascinating and fun to learn, and that's what this is really all about. Guys, thanks so much for being with us. Well, thank you for having us, and uh, of course you threw it to me. See, when when you
1: asked Jeff who to throw it to, I knew he was going to say either because we both can talk. How's it going, Jeff?
0: Oh,
2: it's going great, man. We can chat, take all the, the whole hour if we want, right, Michael? Probably. We practically did last time.
1: <laughs> we did, but we were good with timing. We were good. At we time. were We were good.
2: Yeah, we, we left people enough time for questions and we'll try to do the same here too. Yeah. So are, are you on uh, 16 on all your devices now, Michael?
1: yes and i'm on watch os 9 and i am not on the beta for the mac but my phone and my watch are updated and it's honestly been a fairly good experience i've been using one of the new cool features that i'm sure you'll talk about in a moment and that is eloquence and i'll tell you what the weirdest thing is for the longest time eloquence was only available on android now i can use it on my phone and uh, some of my friends are like i don't even know what device is talking to anymore i used to be able to tell because yeah was, i know like, an android I know. phone or the computer
2: well i thought what we would do is kind of go in reverse a little bit not not necessarily entirely but i thought what we would do is for for those that have kept up to date with us and followed us around i thought what we would do first is talk a little bit about some of the most late breaking things that we've learned and some of the weird just very strange issues that are happening with (laughs) with ios 16 and and iphone 14 and there's just some very, 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 very strange things happening, right?
1: Yeah, like rattling cameras.
2: Rattling cameras, like like ghosts in the iPhone. I don't know. It, <laughs> it's like the ghost in the machine or something all over again.
1: It's uh, all TikTok fault. <laughs>
2: it's all TikTok's fault, or Instagram, or, or you Snapchat. Know, Snapchat, yeah, exactly. I, I actually saw a video of this today, and it is the most bizarre thing uh the the whole rattling i didn't really believe that was actually happening until i saw a video of it and oh my gosh it made it sound like the phone was possessed
0: i haven't seen that yet i gotta go find it that sounds fascinating
2: mac mac rumors has an article up and they have a video of a guy and he was showing you know okay now we're going to show you the 48 megapixel camera action with uh you know uh instagram and and so the guy like starts filming and all of a sudden the phone starts rattling and oh my god (laughs) look at that they got all excited and so they were you know playing around with it and apparently it's a huge deal enough so that apple has responded today
1: (laughs) which is rare yeah which is very rare i mean
2: they never say anything right and they and they said there's a fix coming out for uh ios 16 for the iphone 14 14 pro and 14 pro max so we expect that that will come out next week, and uh, it will probably be 16.02. So by the time everybody gets your phone, if you are upgrading to a new iPhone 14 something, you'll have a couple of updates to get. In fact, there was uh, an update that came out, an iOS 16.01 for the iPhone 14, the day of the iPhone 14 release, right? Yep. It yeah, did. in fact, yeah. it warned you. It warned you when you uh, set up the device that you needed to take this, or else your phone would not activate properly. So, very very interesting stuff. And there's more. There's uh, there's some photo issues, and there's some uh, a, a number of other issues. There's a if you're on the betas, there's an issue with iOS 16.1 and GPS on on 14 phones. So it seems like there's just some strange things happening and uh but uh yeah i just thought i'd mention these things first before we jumped into all the things that are new so i thought uh i have the outline we used last time michael in front of me and so i thought we would just you know run through that again shall we okay so let's talk about upgrading so um You know, there's a number of ways to accomplish this. And of course, the most important thing you want to do before you even consider any of this is to make sure you back up your device. There's a number of ways to do that. Uh, The safest way to do it and and probably the easiest way, uh, and not necessarily safest because they're really all safe, honestly. Some are a little more challenging than others, especially in Windows. Uh, The safest way to do it is to... um, launch your iPhone and go into settings go and tap on your name go into iCloud tap on iCloud backup and backup your device you want to do this regardless of which method you use because you really want to have multiple backups right
1: so yes, And if you don't, I mean, if you make a backup and uh, let's say you change something in an hour or two and then you do the update, uh, you want to make sure to do that backup or those changes won't be reflected.
2: That's right. That's right. So if you add a contact, you remove a contact, you install an app or you move an app or you make a settings change or whatever the case may be, uh, always make this one of the last steps that that you take. If you really want to be fail safe in your backup strategy... You're going to want to connect your phone to iTunes, either on the Mac or on your Windows machine and do what we call an encrypted backup. We won't go into all of what that takes to do here. If you guys need it, reach out to the Tech Talk email list. And there are a number of us on that list that can help you. And we can guide you through that process. Uh, It basically uh, requires you to uh, check a box and define a password twice. And then you can back up the device. What that does is it encrypts the data it ensures that all your health data and all of your password data that's stored on your device synchronizes to your backup so that when you restore it, it comes across completely. If you don't do that, then you could have a situation where any passwords that were used on your device would have to be re-entered. So just keep that, uh, keep that in mind. As far as restoring your device, there's a couple of ways to do this. You can, again, plug your phone into... Uh, to iTunes, uh, whether you get a brand new device or you're just restoring from your current device, and you can click on restore. If it's an encrypted backup, you will type in the password and it will restore everything for you. Or you can uh, turn your new shiny iPhone on and you can select an iCloud backup to restore from and it will do it over the air. And if you want to do it the real cool way, how the cool kids do it these days (laughs) is uh by setting both of your your old iphone and your new iphone side by side and when prompted allow your device to synchronize from the old phone to the new phone and that actually does an encrypted restore so it's equivalent of plugging it into itunes and doing that encrypted restore so um just depends on how you want to accomplish it just to you know uh Pick your method and just follow the instructions on screen um and you should be uh you should be good michael I, before we go ahead
1: i was just gonna say i did this with two iphone 16 devices i don't know if this is new to iphone 16 or not or if it's because of my carrier debacle earlier this year uh but it offered me to convert my old sim card to an eSIM. On oh yeah phone.
2: we should talk about this too
1: yeah yeah that that was nice so
2: Right, so uh, I'm on T-Mobile and one of the things that I thought, well, if I do decide to upgrade my phone, which I'm actually not sure I'm going to, but if I do, and you know knowing me, I probably will at some point in time, <laughs> they don't have the one I want in stock so and I'm one of these people that'd rather go to the store and take it home with me than wait for three weeks. So uh, I thought, well, I will call T-Mobile and I will have them convert my physical sim. The card that is physically inserted into my phone into an eSIM, mm-hmm. and so I did that. And the process was actually rather quick. Uh, there were a couple of hiccups though, because once they did that, I could no longer make calls.
3: Oh no!
1: I <laughs> kind could. Of important uh, for a phone.
2: <laughs> yeah, kind of important for a phone. So I um, I I had to I had to go tell the phone that the new eSIM was the primary SIM, and then. And then everything worked okay and I had to reboot the phone and there was a little bit of a process there. If you take the old SIM card out, once you have converted your SIM to an eSIM, then when you reboot the phone, the phone will come up and it will say, there are a bunch of your contacts that pointed to a to a SIM which is no longer available on your device or something of that nature. Hmm. Would you like to change all of your contacts to your new phone line? And I thought, well, that's very strange. And I went ahead and did that. And uh, now some of my contacts, I can't tell what phone number is, a mobile number?
4: <laughs>
2: so I don't know what happened. But at least I broke something. And I don't know if that's a bug or what that is. But, like, for example, Michael, I have no well, idea. I, you only have one phone number. Other people right. we know that have multiples, I have no idea what phone number they are anymore. <laughs> so it's, it's this is going to be really fun calling their house or or, or mobile. Or so. Yeah, that was loads of fun. Yes, uh, let's talk about uh, and we promise we'll get into features in a minute, but we want to handle these pre- prerequisites. Uh, what about existing applications that may have issues with your phone?
0: Yeah, are there like a couple
2: of these you're aware of? Um, the the
1: the app that you mentioned on Monday. Uh, what yeah. was that, Jeff? Embrail. Yeah, uh, no, I was talking about the Libro.
2: Oh, the Libre one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, is that is that fixed or is it is it still having some uh, technical problems?
2: Well, okay. So originally, um, if you were on the public beta, then the app would not work at all, the Libre 2 app. So if you're a diabetic and you use Freestyle Libre, uh, listen up closely because it doesn't matter what version of the app apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, the Libre 2 app has been fixed. So at least it works now, but there's a feature built into the Freestyle Libre app and it has a feature that would read you your blood glucose number regardless of whether you're using voiceover or not so in other words you check your blood glucose and it would say you know your blood glucose is 108 and rising now that doesn't speak anymore they're aware of it they send an email out to all freestyle customers and they're working on a fix but uh, we have yet to see a fix yet for that if that's important to you then you might want to wait uh, you still can use VoiceOver to read your readings, but you do not get the the actual um, announcement of of if your, your blood sugar is rising or lowering or staying steady. So that's in, that's something you'll wanna uh, you know keep in mind. And then there is a um, direct touch issue related to uh, VoiceOver and direct touch. Things that, like some games use this. Embraill uses it. Some other apps use it, and apparently there are some people who are having issues with this, and if you're one of those, then you might want to at hold least off. be cognizant of it and check yeah. Apple Viz and just do a little bit of due diligence and find out if you want to hold off and, and wait. But other than that, I, I'm not aware of any other major, major issues. Oh, uh, there's a game. Um, what is that one? What is that? The island, the island game with all the – where you run around uh, – Sonar, yeah. Sonar, Sonar Islands. Sonar Islands. Yep, there you go that one apparently is not working with iOS 16 either. So if you play that game and uh, and 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 you know, you would have a you would go into you know very very bad sadness if you did not have access to that game then <laughs> you might want to uh, well no there's some people. Uh I mean it's like Dice World, right? If you couldn't play Dice right? World there'd be a lot of blind people not upgrading their phones. So uh yeah, those are just a few of the apps that we're aware of. Apple Viz is is, uh, is a great site. You should go there and just check and make sure that you know. Do a search for your favorite app of choice, and you know you can you can take it from there.
1: And it's always good to be cautious. Oh, and Voice Dream Reader. Uh, yes, Voice Dream Reader. But Vo- from what I'm understanding, pretty much any app that uses built-in TTS.
2: Yeah. That, now the uh, the issue with Voice Dream Reader is that if you're using Eloquence, which is what we'll talk about in a minute. If you're using Eloquence on uh, on your phone and you use that as your primary speaking voice for Voice Dream Reader and you have low vision and you use highlighting as part of Voice Dream Reader, then that appears to be broken. So it's a known bug in iOS. It's not a Voice Dream Reader bug. It's a iOS bug and they are uh, they're well aware of it.
1: <laughs> yes so they, they they definitely are or at least uh, the
2: voice reader is uh, a yeah. guy is so and i assume he would have notified apple about it all right now we can get into uh we can get into all things ios should we take should we just stop here and just see if anyone has any questions or what do you think larry
0: yeah we got a couple of hands so we'll let, why don't we stop briefly uh and then we'll see what happens Alan, okay.
5: Yeah, I'm going to jump in first and just make one comment that, that I'm a little disappointed about Apple and and this, this new, I'm not upgraded yet. I'm still running 15.6. I found it very confusing and I I follow all these email lists. I found it very confusing that, and apparently some other people do, we've got like 70 people in the room here, and this is our biggest crowd we've had in a while. So I think Mm -hmm. some other people, other people are having issues too, but I thought it was awfully kludgy of Apple when you went in to check on updates and it showed 15.7 and then below it, it showed, Oh yeah, by the way, you can also upgrade to 16 below that. Oh yeah. So let's talk about that. I thought that was kind of squirrely to be honest with you. And, uh, and and, and, and I'll just mention this other thing. I've noticed a lot of posts from people that after they've upgraded to 16 and restarted their computer, when uh, their, their device, when it starts up a lot. They can't get to their passcode screen with voiceover talking anymore, and they've got to get sighted assistance during their passcode to get the thing to come up. So I, I don't know, you know, if that had if that's a function of people's configuration or their particular device or what, but folks are definitely experiencing that. So yeah, but uh, yeah, let's anyway. talk
2: about let's talk about both of these because uh, I think I think. I'm going to take a guess on the second one and uh, we'll talk about the first one. So the first one has to do with the fact that uh, Apple <coughs> is now uh, segregating the difference between security updates and major feature updates. So they allow you to uh, install just security updates. So for example, if you have an iPad, then the iPad can take 15.7. Uh, your iPhone could t- take just 15.7 and, um, and not necessarily 16.0 and that's why they're doing this so they're giving people an option to stick with the current 15 release there are some businesses that have apps business applications and other things that do not want users to move to 16. um there's probably other situations where users don't want to move but it's safe to move to 15.7 because they're strictly just security changes and then and then there's uh and then of course there's 16.0. Now I do think that Apple could do a little bit better job of highlighting that in a, in a better way. Because again, there are some people who didn't understand that 16 was available that you had to scroll down a bit more to be able to actually see that 16 was available. So I think there could be just a little bit more of an education there on that process. And perhaps maybe a pop-up that said, hey, you know, there are two updates available. You can pick the one that you want, You know, that kind of a thing that would be interesting. But that's that's probably the case on on that. Uh, as far as the voice issue, Michael, I don't know but what your thoughts are on this, but my my thought is that we know that, for example, when we upgrade an operating system, when we go from a major build, like fifteen to sixteen, that almost all of the voices themselves change,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? So they have yep. new new voice models. they they increase the the quality of the voices. They change characteristics of the voice across the board for all all of the voices. And my guess is that if you have selected a voice that is not like Samantha, for example, which probably is on by default, then it has not yet downloaded that voice. And if you waited probably another 30 seconds to a minute or something of that nature, it probably would get to the device eventually. But I'm strictly making a guess on this one. it's interesting that that after you unlock the phone that the voice tends to come back. What I have noticed on my phones is that it's not always the voice you started with. So you might start with Alex and then you update six to 16 and now you have Samantha. And that's not uncommon. That's not a very uncommon thing. This is not new, by the way. This has been seen in 14 to 15, 13 to 14. A variant of this has been seen in multiple major releases. I, I, I can speak with uh, some some pretty significant clarity on this. I, I've witnessed it myself on multiple major releases and uh, so I don't I don't necessarily think this is new to 16. Another thing
1: that I wanted to bring up too just it, it doesn't solve the problem For Apple, but I hope that people Find it to be reassuring It is not only a voiceover issue with, not with I don't want to say issue It is not only a a Difficulty with voiceover users Seeing that 15.7 is on top And 16 is down below Because I worked with one of my little brothers for a little bit uh, Probably took us like 5 minutes To find that 16 was under 15.7 And Jeff, 16 is only available On uh, the 8 AM- and newer isn't it yeah that's right yeah yeah so so you may not see 16 if you have a phone that's older than 8 but you will still have an update to 15.7 because it is a security update (laughs) jane
5: sue is first you can unmute yourself and ask your question
6: for me i've got the other strange issue whenever i get off a conference call like this um voiceover changes to my earpiece and i have no idea how to I have to restart this phone many, many times to have it <laughs> go back to the um, speaker of the, the phone. And huh, it's a hmm. Zoom issue, maybe.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen that personally.
1: Um, Neither have I. The one issue I've had with uh, Clubhouse specifically is I'll go into a Clubhouse room while I'm listening to media and then pause the media and then I can't adjust my volume. So I just close Clubhouse out of the app switch and reopen it. But this is the dot release. So I I do expect that there will be some bugs that haven't been worked out and and hopefully things will get fixed. Well, as was demonstrated with the new phones in the uh, very recent updates. Yeah.
5: I have seen at least one person post on a list with a similar problem to what Jane just said. Whenever he leaves the Zoom meeting, he says he has to restart his phone because I'm not sure if it's voiceover stops working or he loses speech or, or, or some such thing. So uh, uh, there's apparently some kind of
6: uh, yeah. a, a strange thing. The voiceover speech routes to the earpiece. Therefore, oh, okay. if you are hearing it through your other speaker, you couldn't anymore. Uh, the best fix to do this is either restart it or do a hard reset, uh, on your phone.
5: Right. Which is, which is a Royal pain in the fan. you have to do either one of those. Yeah. So uh, yeah. But, uh, yep. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, okay. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, Penny, you can, Penny Moss, can unmute yourself and ask your question.
7: I noticed that when I tried to use the food apps, like I use DoorDash and then I tried using, um, well, waiter app changed to um, ASAP. And the, when I tried to select the items, sometimes it didn't select. And I wondered if that's an app issue with the apps that have been downloaded or the, voiceover in apple um i have i make sure that my apps update you know I have them turned on automatically so that's one thing i noticed and also one feature that i like when i went into contacts today i noticed it it told me how many contacts i had that were duplicated
2: oh it yeah Asked me if i wanted that.
7: to merge and i just wondered how to merge those so that's all i have thank you
2: Okay, yeah. Um, we should talk about that. Yeah, we should definitely talk about that. That one, that one was very elusive, by the way, that, that contact, uh, duplicate contact thing. Um, if you're strictly just using voiceover and you're flicking, um, you'll never find that feature. Uh, for those that want to know where it is, and uh, it's a little mystery there, it's uh, in the contacts app. You need to go into your all contacts list, And then it's just below the search field and you you need to use explore by touch to find it. And um, basically what it will do is it will examine all of your contacts across your accounts and it will merge everything into one contact that are duplicated across your device. And it will merge all of the information into one contact. So if you have, you know, two phone numbers in one and another phone number in the other and you have, you know multiple email addresses, but they're spread across multiple accounts. It will take all that information and consolidate it into one contact card.
1: And and it's important to know that it because I played with this yesterday when Jeff and I were talking about it, and it consolidates everything into one contact card, and it tries to do it to the first account that was added to your phone. Uh, so for me, uh, when I did add my iCloud contacts because usually I don't use iCloud to sync my contacts I use Google when I added my iCloud contacts it merged all of my iCloud duplicates into my into Google, Google contacts and then yeah. removed them from my iCloud so I had for example 121 I merged it and then I had 98 in my iCloud because they were all merged with my Google account
2: okay that's interesting yeah so you're just going to want to keep a, keep a close eye on that because it may have interesting side effects to the <laughs> with your contacts across multiple accounts. So just, just keep an eye on that, especially if you have things like Google and exchange and, you know, I mean, I have, I don't know, seven or eight, uh, you know, accounts that have contacts embedded in them. And, uh, I only had one duplicate. Thank goodness. Now I don't know where it ended up merging that to. I need to go. I need to find out. Thank goodness. There's only one, because honestly, if it had done a lot more, it would have been interesting. um, and then your question about their store apps, I, I, I don't know for sure. We'd have to explore that one. My guess is that's an app issue, although I, I'm strictly guessing on that. So, Okay. Sharon Bishop.
8: I heard you when I came in. I came in late. I heard you talking about Libre. Um, yep. Does anybody know anything about the Dexcom app?
9: Uh,
2: I have not heard of anything on Dexcom, but I haven't done the research. My guess is it's probably fine. But uh, I would I would definitely do some Google searching on that to to just make sure on that one. Okay. Okay.
8: All ready, and I appreciate y'all doing this.
2: Sure. All right. Shall we get into features, Michael? We're probably going to have to move a little quicker on this yeah. one. Yeah. We, let's, I, I, let's I think most it. people are going to want to talk to us about questions they have rather than just exploring
1: features. So we should just probably move through these real quick. Do uh, you want to talk about voices? Sure. So there are new voices in the uh, iPhone. You have a lot of the novelty voices such as bubbles and, and other in and princess that were on the macOS that are available on the phone and then what everyone including myself and Jeff's alluded to is eloquence is now available on the iPhone uh, some people have said that they've had some uh, interesting pronunciations with eloquence uh, to me I find it to be very snappy and responsive and yeah so eloquence is available on your iPhone that supports iOS 16 you go into voiceover go to speech and then go to voices and you can find the eloquence voices to enable them there
2: yeah i I think the big thing to point out here is that if you have not tried it you really ought to just to see what that experience is like um i I found it that it it made the overall iphone experience significantly different in reference to responsiveness so you might be pleasantly surprised
1: yes even if you don't like the voice try it out
2: yeah at least try it right i mean uh there's new ways of controlling how uh punctuation is pronounced on the iphone um there's some new uh rotor features for multi-line braille displays there's not many of those out there but but apple is uh definitely leaning in on that um there's a there's a new feature and and uh i I know that this is coming and i know that a a few websites are dealing with this but not many at this point Uh, i think uh wordpress.com best buy and a couple others, uh, the kayak app are doing this, uh, eliminating the need for passwords. So pass keys are, is, is truly becoming a thing. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, the iPhone is now able to, uh, it has smart logic in it now to let people know that you're a human and, uh, we can bypass the use of captchas. Again, that's something that's going to take a while to roll out. Um, and yeah, so those are some of the highlights there. Uh, well, I think one of, the, one of the big things I think a lot of people might find useful uh, that are here tonight is the new medication tracking features that are built both into the iPhone and Apple Watch. So have you played with this, Michael?
1: I haven't yet because I only have one medication that I'm tracking, but everyone that has actually played with it and, and tried it has been pleasantly surprised with how smooth the experience is.
2: Yeah, now I'm only taking one too. I used to be on, I don't know, seven or eight medications and I'm down to one. And so for me, this isn't as useful as it used to be. I think uh, I I went ahead and put it in. Uh, I'm mainly taking this uh, like horse pill of a vitamin every day. And uh, of course, I scanned the bottle and it has no idea what it is because it's not actually over the counter. uh, It's not a, a prescribed prescription. You can just get it over the counter and in my case, mail order. But uh, you can you can go into the health app and click on browse and then go to medications and you can add your medication so you can scan your prescription bottle Uh, or you can search for your uh, medication itself. It will ask you all kinds of questions. Is it a you know, is it a pill? Is it a capsule? Is it a oval shaped pill? A long pill? Is it a is it a liquid uh, how much do you take? What is the milligrams? How many tablespoons is it? If it's a liquid, all kinds of it, crazy amounts of questions it asks it's, it's, it's very, very, very thorough by the way. Right. And then you can schedule how often you take the medication. So you can do things like I uh, take the medication every three days. So you don't have to worry about, okay, well, I got to add this for on Monday and then this on Thursday and then it's the next Sunday and the following Wednesday, you know, it does all that for you. Um, And then it sends you a push notification every morning. So then you just need to get, you know, you just need to remember that you take your medication and then you have to check it off on the phone. I've been really good about taking the medication, but not as good about logging it on the phone.
1: That's, that's my problem with to do list apps. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yes, exactly. (laughs) So Jeff, I I briefly mentioned it. You can also mark things off on the watch. Uh, You've played with this Apple watch mirroring. What's that?
2: Oh, yeah, Apple Watch mirroring. This is very, very cool. So if you find that you are struggling just using your Apple Watch because it's a small screen, especially if you're doing lots of little things on the watch, like reorganizing how your apps are laid out on the watch or just doing a bunch of settings changes or anything of that nature, then you can go in into um, Settings Accessibility. And I think it's... uh, I think it's under voiceover and then apple watch mirroring
1: i yep. think yep. yep settings accessibility voiceover and then apple watch mirroring
2: yep good okay now that, that was off the top of my head by the way it wasn't <laughs> even job. cheating i wasn't looking amazing <laughs> uh, so then you then then what basically happens is the apple watch appears on the screen of your iphone and you don't get the voice of of speech from the watch you get it from the speech on your phone. So if you're using Eloquence, that's what it will speak with, mm-hmm. and you can you can do things like you can even tap on the digital crown, you can tap on the long button on the watch, you can you can go into setting, you can do everything on the watch from your iPhone screen. It's a it's a pretty cool thing actually. Um, it it's is, a little and slow. It
1: opens up more accessibility features too that are available only on the phone than what's on the watch. For example, voice control.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very very cool. There's also a feature now in 16 where you can remotely control other devices as long as they're on the same iCloud account and on the same Wi-Fi network. So you could, you know, be sitting in your in your favorite chair in the front room watching TV and having your feet up, and you could have an iPad in the opposite end of the room, and you can control that iPad from where you're sitting in your lazy boy recliner. Not that I don't do that, by the way. Hint, hint. <laughs>
1: What about lock screen customization? Have you played with that a lot more? I finally got a widget on my lock screen.
2: I I, I have, and it's a bit tricky, I, yeah. and I don't want to spend too much time here, but but just to say because it's a little dodgy in setting it up, just because it just it's a little finicky at the moment. But basically, what you can do now is you can put widgets on the lock screen. So just like you can put widgets on your home screen, you can put widgets on the lock screen. Uh, and someone's calling me, uh, and you can uh, you can add up to three widgets below the clock or two or one depending upon the size of the widgets uh, it just depends on how what, what size of widgets that you actually place on you know on your uh, on your lock screen lock screen yeah but yeah. i have things like uh i have the next event on my calendar on the top of the of the lock screen followed by the clock and then i have the weather and then i have uh, precipitation a precipitation widget. And then below that, I have my fitness rings. So I can see, you know, have I met my rings for the day on my lock screen? But you can put all kinds of things on there. There's, there's tons of them and there. And apps are being released all the time with new uh, widgets that can be added to your lock screen. Tons
1: of them. You have a busy lock screen. It took me a week to get the weather on it, so. It's not that hard
2: once you figure it out. It's just, it took me like two hours to figure it out though. I, I, I got very impatient with my phone. It was, uh, it <laughs> I it imagine. Uh... do you like the new Siri sounds?
1: I I did not at first. Now I've grown to like them because they're very subtle. Uh, They are lower pitch. So if you have difficulty with hearing more uh, lower pitch sounds, then these may not be good for you. I'd like to see them go back to offering the other sounds if you'd rather. Um, These are also new dictation sounds. So you don't have the higher pitch uh, Mm -hmm. bong when you start dictating. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you played with dictating and editing text because i have not got that to work, i have, I, I, have to I have i have
2: no major. i haven't okay. no no no, no. You, you you think that this would be good for people who have slight hearing impairments right and i will tell you that when i am outside and i'm walking along a street and listening to traffic you know hearing traffic i can't hear those siri sounds because they're a lot quieter right. now
1: they are so. so I've gone to the point where I just say, "Hey, S person, say the command." And then there's a feature, and I don't think this was available in iOS 15. No, it's in new. Siriings, where you can tell it to just do what you tell it to do, do it. instead of yeah. asking you if you want it to do what you tell yeah. it to do.
2: Yeah. Except, except for the fact that if you send it to the wrong person. Yeah. Uh, now you, it does wait a couple of seconds before it actually does the action. So even though it says it's going to send it, you can say no, stop, and it will. Yep. Yep. So you do get a little bit of time, but boy, you better be quick because if yes. not, you're going to be sending, you know, hey, I love you, and you're sending it to your boss, you know. Wow. I love you, really, I do. And yeah, and I don't
1: know if you knew this, Jeff, but you can do multiple timers on sixteen now too. You used to be able to. Oh, I didn't but know on that. Sixteen, you can set multiple timers and label them as well. Oh, does that work on your on your uh, HomePod? I don't have a HomePod, so I'm not sure, but it works with my AirPods with Siri, so I, I would imagine it should work. I, w- with I, I
2: will test that when we're done here. I will. <laughs> I will. I, all right. Good. See. See, we're learning stuff as we go along here. Uh, you can turn your device off. You can reset your device with Siri. Um. You can you can control the length of time that that uh, Siri will uh, listen before it responds. You can have Siri uh, and hang, you can up hang on people for you. Yeah, you can hang up on people with your voice. Yeah. Um, I usually do that by just telling them to hang up, but that's a different thing. I guess I <laughs> just, how's that, how's
1: that automatic punctuation working out for, yeah, like exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. That's yet another feature. Right. Um, so yeah, there are all kinds of cool Siri features. Um, and I played with this, that there's new features to, to alert you, uh, that you're walking in the right direction when you're starting walking directions and actually that's kind of cool actually it makes some pretty interesting sounds and and also the ping sound has changed so if you ping your iphone or you ping your watch yes it makes a very different sound so does
1: does the directions for walking work on non-lidar supported phones do you know or do you have to have lidar for that i don't know okay do you have lidar
2: i do have lidar
1: oh okay i will have to play with that yeah because i'm not sure on that uh real quick because i am sure we have a couple of hands and we're getting uh, fairly close a couple more things that i'll mention is the messages app you can now unsend messages within uh, i believe it's two minutes or you can mm-hmm. edit messages within 15 minutes up to five times of editing it and then you can also schedule sending emails if you would like as well yeah
2: there's an accessibility uh, problem right now with scheduling the time on those but it does work there's new door detection capability, so you can. Uh, this is really cool. I've done this at work, where you hold the iPhone up toward a door, and you can walk by doors, and it reads you the text of the that's on the door. So, for example, if I walk by offices, it will tell me, you know, uh, the office the the office number, and it will tell me who's in that office if that's on the door. Um, you can add quick notes on iOS. Uh, there's new privacy and including safety features, so you can. You know, uh, if you have a situation where you need to remove someone from having access to your to the features that you've set up in your family subscription, you can do that really quickly. Um, and there's changes in the weather app. Uh, now you can have up to fifty uh, city locations that you can monitor and actually get notifications on it, so you can. You can um, use a lot of the dark sky features that were originally in the dark sky app that has come to the weather app. And in fact, the dark sky app is going away at the end of the year. So if you have dark sky installed and you install iOS 16, you might as well remove dark sky, cause it's going to be bye-bye here in about three months anyway. And then you can go in and, and configure your alerts for each of the cities that you have listed in your weather app.
1: And what might be the most important feature that that is available on iOS 16, but only on the 14 line of products, is you can now have it play a sound when the Apple logo is showing.
2: That's right. Except unless you're on a beta, and that's yes. <laughs> currently broken, but that, that the uh, Apple is aware of that, and it's it, there's a fix coming. So, so this was a whirlwind tour of uh, some of the features, but we 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 really wanted to make sure we left plenty of time for for questions. Because that's really where, you know, most people find value in reference to making sure they're getting their questions answered. So why don't we go back to raised hands and we'll see what we can accomplish in the next, I don't know, 20 minutes. Peggy Harper is next. You can know, meet yourself and ask your question. Hey, Peggy. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's going down? I'm in the
7: market for a new phone, so I do want to get a fourteen. But I was wondering, I've heard a couple of contradictory things about, is LiDAR only available on the Pro and the Pro Max? Okay, that's what I figured. But I thought I'd ask because I did hear it was available on all of them. And I thought that would be wonderful, but probably not true. Only on the Pros.
5: All right, thanks.
7: Sure.
5: Okay, uh, Nish Bush is next. You can unmute yourself and ask your question.
8: Hello, it's Mache. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, I wanted to know if uh, it, talking about the login screen, um, there was a glitch on my phone while I was working with Apple, and um, now I have an authentic Apple um, ID authentication on the um, on the uh, login screen that won't go away. Any? Um, Anybody hear anything about that? What, and, what does it say um, on the it, screen
2: itself? Can you can it, you tell? No,
8: us? it's just asking for a verification of the Apple ID verification. So when I when I put in my passcode, I also have to put in the password for the Apple ID, which it should not be doing. And hmm. um, also about the app, uh, that this happened because my application switcher. Well, there's several things going on. The application switcher uh, on 16 is disappearing. Um, yeah, there's a known I,
2: issue with the application switcher. That's yeah. been fixed in a beta that's going to be coming out to the rest of all of you next month. Okay. Um, okay. So that that's coming.
8: Yeah, and um, some of the swipe gestures are are off, um, swiping from left to right if you're in mail. And some of the other um, notifications is not, um, working. And if you try to use a three finger swipe to go, um, to move it, um, in mail, uh, most of the time you will go from your message, your current message to the next message instead of to the next page of the email message.
2: Huh. I, a- now I have not seen that. I, I know that the notifications of course have changed because <laughs> of the lock screen changes and, <clears throat> they're now at the bottom of the screen and there's a notification show notifications button on the bottom that you can tap on Mm -hmm. to actually show all your notifications. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you called Apple accessibility on your issue with the Apple verification problem? Yes,
8: yes, yes, I have. um, It's um, there. There's I I have, it seems like I get settled with all the, the um, problems. Um, I've got the um, status bar, um, that's another issue. The status bar is hung. so if, before the phone does anything, if I'm reading news or mail um, from paragraph to paragraph, it tells me it calls out the name of my Wi-Fi, um, the frequency huh. oh, and the the strength, the bars what, and it does that. what fo- twice. what phone do you have? I have a twelve pro max.
2: Wow. okay, I, I do too. I do too. Um, mm-hmm. Where are you located? I'm in Durham. Okay. Um Um Huh. Hey Larry. That,
8: that, yeah, that issue has been reported by um after I reported it, um Apple told me that they'd gotten other complaints about it and it's huh. it's awful. You have to listen to it all day long.
0: Yes, yeah. Jeff.
2: Do we have do we have her phone number or way of getting in touch with her outside of this?
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've got her email. Uh, I will
2: will personally reach out to you on this, and we'll see what we can do to help you out, okay? All right?
9: Okay.
5: David Kingsbury, you can unmute yourself and ask your question.
9: Hello. Mm. Hello, Hello. David. Hey. A couple of things about Voices in 16. Um, One thing I thought curious, I'm just an old-time user of Samantha, um, and I noticed, I don't know if this was there before, but I noticed there was this enhanced Samantha voice. So I downloaded that for about two or 300 megabytes worth and started playing it. And I was really surprised at how bad it was. Um, it was all really choppy and so on. Now, Ivan, and I just deleted it, and went back to the old Samantha and it was better. I have a SE second generation. I'm wondering if maybe these enhanced voices, you need one of the more advanced phones with a fancier processor. On it.
2: Have you was That's, this was this just soon after upgrading to 16 or have you done it after a while after you had 16
9: installed no i did this just after i installed 16 played around okay. with it for about an hour and so i said this is yeah. for the birds
2: mm? you're gonna you're gonna want to wait just a little while while that phone in indi- so if there's a bunch of activity that takes place after you uh actually upgrade a new device uh-huh. to 16 where it uh-huh. goes through and it and it re-indexes everything on the phone and it optimizes the the app mm-hmm. storage on the device. And it, it can take a couple hours to do that. So if you did it right away after installing the upgrade, I would give it say four, three or four hours for that to calm down, just kind of let it you know, hmm. continue to optimize its current state. state. Um, this is actually quite common. In fact, you'll, you'll notice that if you upgrade to iOS 16, that the phone becomes really sluggish after, uh, uh after the phone reboots
1: sometimes. Um, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so you could be running into that. I'm not saying that's not the issue here, but, uh, yep. th- that, that, that very well could be the issue here, David. Um,
9: okay. I'll try, I'll, I'll play around try, with it. Be a little it. bit more patient. Try, try yeah. it,
2: but, uh. Uh, yeah,
9: that's, that, that would be where I would start troubleshooting. it. Anyway. Okay. I, I have a second um, question. And <clears throat> again, it has been a while since I've played around with languages, uh, you know, the different voices, but, uh, because there are all these extra new English voices, I tried to add, uh, some of these to the language rotor. And I thought I remembered in the past Adding things to the language rotor was not complicated, but for the life of me, I could not figure out how to do it. Um, I would add a voice; seemed to want to limit me to two English voices. I'd add one, and then one would go away. Um, is there something I'm missing? You know, I was doing this all in the, in that speech area, um, but I, for the life of me, I could not add things to the language rotor in any way that I could sort of figure out. I could power my way through and sort of make something work one time out of five. but um, I
2: think I have four or five on mine, but they came from an iOS 15 uh, upgrade, and I have not done it since 16. Have you, Michael?
1: I have not. I was just trying to do it real quick right now to see if I can get it to work, but I... I yeah. I, yeah.
9: Anyway, I was just wondering. Now I'm not looking at anybody to fig- fix this right now, but it was sort of like I can't figure out how to do this, and I just remember when I've added languages in the past. It was a while ago. I don't remember it being a difficult thing. Um, anyway. Uh, you
2: know how to reach me, uh-huh. David. Uh, dro- drop me an email. I'll, I'll give it a shot. See what it's like.
5: Okay. Uh, All
9: right. I,
2: All right.
5: and, I, I, and I'm going to disagree a little bit. I've never found the, the adding of languages what, as being what I'd call intuitive. I, I've always thought it was a little bit complicated to figure mm-hmm. out where to go to do it. But hey, maybe I'm just stupid. I don't know. But it just, yeah. it just seemed like it was hard to figure out where it was. Yeah. But I definitely agree with Jeff every time i do a major upgrade uh, the, you got to give it time for the voices to sound right and stuff because they they I, I i guess it's just a, a resetting process it takes a while before any of those things sound
2: okay. right like yeah. I, yeah. I don't even I, I don't even think it actually finishes downloading the entire voice like for example if you download right. a samantha yeah. of, uh enhanced voice uh-huh. I, i'm actually and i'm and i don't Work for Apple or anything of that nature, but my, my guess is it, it might be installing like a a lower sampling rate of, of Samantha until the final version gets. I don't know for sure what's happening there, but I've noticed right. this on other voices as well. Yeah. So, um, but I, I definitely have seen this issue where the phone becomes really sluggish after yeah. doing an upgrade. Like, and and you hear about this all the time. Like, if you go watch right. uh, videos of, of people doing upgrades, one of the very 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 first things they tell you is number one. Expect your battery life to suck for the first 24 hours because of all the indexing that goes on. Uh, Expect performance to be really, really low until it finishes getting everything optimized on your device. Like there's all kinds of stuff happening in the background on these devices at the time after you finish an upgrade. All right, well, I will try
9: to be more patient. Let me add one one more quick, very, very quick thing that I really like, just a little minor thing that will make my life easier. Um, If you're in the phone app and your contacts, it's much quicker and easier to delete one right now. Oh, yeah, um, you can it flick up and boom, yeah. yeah. You yeah. just do it, you know, a double tap and hold, so it makes a little bl- 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 noise, and it opens a context menu, and you can just flick down to delete. It's just much quicker than having to go into the contact and stick on That's edit cool. and go all the way to the bottom. It was like, oh, I can clean out my contacts now.
2: Yeah, so. I, I think you can. Is it on the action rotor, too? Can you just flick up and hit
9: delete or not? Um, no, I think, I, I think you do a double tap. You know, double, a double tap and, tap hold. and a hold. Okay, and that opens the okay. context menu, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you just flick down two or three places to delete. And it was just much, much okay. quicker than the old way to do it. So okay. I like. that. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Okay, uh, Martin Nelson, you can unmute yourself and ask your question.
9: Okay. Um, you
5: mentioned about the uh, recognizing of doors and things. Is that only on the more advanced ones? I have the. Eight. That's correct. Okay. And the other
2: only, thing is, only on uh, those that have LIDAR.
5: Right. And then to, hang, to have Siri hang up the call, would that work on, on the 8? And how would I do that? That should uh,
1: work on the 8. You do have to go into your Siri settings after you do the update and enable the ability to allow Siri to hang up calls. Oh, okay. And then right. all I did is say HS, meaning hey, and then the word Siri, hang up. And then the person heard me say hey S, but it, they did not hear me say the words hang up.
5: Okay, so do you when, once it's enabled, do you have to hold down the button, home button.
2: No, it, you don't have to hold it down. You just say Siri
1: Hangout or something. Yeah, like but it.
2: but but I think I think Michael it requires an uh, iPhone 11 or later.
1: Ah, oh. okay, good good call, Jeff. Thank I you. I think
2: I think that's true, but uh, someone can correct me if I'm wrong on that. I may be incorrect. I think that's true though. I think it has a, uh, I think it requires that chip upgrade to do that. Okay, <laughs> too bad. <laughs>
5: yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thanks Martin. Uh, John Harden, you can unmute yourself and ask your question.
3: Hi, John. The, I've got the 10R now and the, uh, 14 pro not the max. I'm sure that's huge. The 14 pro is it, um, how big, uh, 6.1. It's pardon me. 6.1 inches and what is the um 10r
2: uh what's the battery usage on it
3: no what's the size can i put this can i put a 14 in the same (laughs) pocket (laughs) 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 Uh,
2: you cannot use the same case as say the 13 because the camera changes
3: yeah but um, But
1: the screen is the same size as the uh 14 at 6.1 on the 10r
3: Okay, that's what I was looking for. I mean, it'll fit in the same pocket that my 10R fits in. Yeah, should a, should
1: uh, yeah, should. A big difference between the 10R and the new phones to be aware of that might make a difference is the 10R still had the curved sides, whereas the new phones have flat sides. So your right. form factor slight more boxy.
2: Yeah, so that could make that's a cool. difference in your pocket.
3: No, it's not that curved When with with the case I've got on it, it's okay. not.
2: You know, that You should be okay, yeah. John.
3: Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome.
5: Okay, the next person just says iPhone. You can uh, unmute yourself and
2: ask your question.
4: Um, The medication health uh, app, does that work on the iPad
2: also? Does that work on the iPad? Huh. Well, if I had my iPad right in front of me, I would check that for you. But, uh, but right
1: now it won't work because iPad OS 16 is not. Yeah, left.
2: it won't work on the iPad today. Now, will it work when iOS, iPad OS 16.1 releases? I don't think it will. I think it requires the fitness app, and I don't know that that's on the iPad. I don't, I, it you know, I, I'm not like going to say is. definitively on that. I don't know for sure. Okay. I have one
4: other question quick. Um, I was wanting to upgrade possibly to the 14 with the ESIM, sim but I heard that it limits your carriers. So if you are, have one of the little cheap carriers on the side, like Mint, Hobo, or Ting, it may not work with those carriers. It'll limit you to certain carriers. Is that true?
2: Uh, it would depend on whether or not they support eSIM.
4: Okay. And then they said it may not work in outlying areas like, you know, The ESM it may limit you to, you know, being able to pick up your.
2: I'm looking on on Google right now for your answer on the other question. Um,
4: Thank
1: you. And related to eSIMs, well, Jeff's looking that up. Uh, A lot of the smaller carriers here in the U.S. now are offering eSIM support. Uh, So if you do get the new 14, uh, 14, 14 Plus Pro or Pro Max, then those phones will, for those who don't know, they will not have a SIM card slot in them. So you won't be able to just swap your SIM and put it in your new phone. So what I'd recommend, uh, Google Fi, which is one of the smaller carriers, does support eSIM I believe Mint does as well. So what you'll just want to do is call your carrier. If your carrier isn't one of the three uh, major carriers here in the US, and ask them if they support eSIM and they'll let you know quickly. So
2: the fitness app uh that the, is available on the iPad. The question is is the health app and um Keep listening while we uh, search this one. This is going to take a minute to find. <laughs> um,
4: I just heard that on Mystic Access about the eSIM because they went to the mountains in North Carolina and he was just saying they had trouble with their regular service, and the eSIM may limit you in those kind of areas where there's not a lot of good service to, as far as you know picking up your um, your cellular
1: and also the carriers. Yeah, eSIM is a great technology when it works. I don't have as much experience. Right now I think yeah, both of my devices that I have are using eSIM and I've never had a problem with them, but I also okay. don't travel as much as some people do as well too. Right. Yeah.
2: Okay. Thank you. Um do we want I don't know. To take
1: one more question? I think we're at like 3 minutes. Yeah, yeah we have time that. for one
2: more. Well,
6: With eSIM, can you have multiple phone numbers? If so, I believe these carriers would need to be supported, right?
1: Yes, the carriers would need to be supported. You can have up to five eSIMs on the iPhone, and you can associate each eSIM with its own phone number, and then you can also assign contacts to call. So if I wanted to, I could have Jeff. uh, Whenever I called Jeff on his phone, it could call from my business eSIM, for example. You can configure that in the contacts.
0: All right. Thank you, Jane.
2: And we're going to have to get back to you on the health app question on the iPad. Maybe we can put it up on the list. Yeah, we
0: can put it up on the list.
2: That's going to take a bit of digging. Everything I'm finding is on the iPhone, so (laughs) not being helpful at the moment. Well, this
0: has been great. It's been fun. And uh, boy, I learned a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Um, So why don't we, we got enough time. Why don't you guys both maybe give some contact information? And, you know, Michael, if you want to, uh, if you want to plug, unmute, presence, etc., and some of the things that you're doing, that's cool too.
1: Sure, go for it, Jeff, and then I'll close it out. All right, cool.
2: Uh, everyone oh, can reach me. out to me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jeff Bishop. If you uh, can, we give email addresses out. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, you can email me at jeff at jeffbishop dot com if you wish. Happy to answer any questions that way. Uh, and yeah, if you guys, need anything? Just uh, Reach out. Happy to help. Thanks, everybody.
1: Thank you, Jeff. And you can reach me on Twitter at Payone, payown, P A Y O W N, Michael, M I C H A E L, at payown.media. And every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, I host a com- ACB community call called Unmute Presents. Come and ask your questions. And on Mondays at 11 a.m., I am on AMI's Kelly and Company. Thanks for having us, Larry.
0: Hey! Thanks. Good stuff. Thank you both. Excellent.
5: Yeah. Th- thanks, Jeff and Michael.
1: Great job.
0: Uh, next week we're still firming up. Uh, we will have a meeting tomorrow, and we'll chat about that. In October, uh, Peter Tusic will be with us from Humanware on the tenth, and Ryan Jones from the Sparrow on the twenty fourth, and then Myrna is really working hard on three weeks of stocking stuffers in November. And that's coming to, uh, that's actually doing pretty well. Uh, So we've got a few holes to fill coming up soon, so we will do that. So please stay tuned to Tech Talk uh, and the list, et cetera, and we will let you know as soon as the release comes out. Thank you so much for, for being here. Hope you enjoyed it, and join us next week on Tech Talk.